Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, we pick up where we last left off with the boys fighting a space ghost in darkness in Zero-G. Zerg the Goblin was just killed, and the boys realized that they could be in some big, big trouble, as none of them have a clear shot to the ghost, and this thing is killing them slowly. Are they going to make it? Are they all going to die? Am I going to have to buy new artwork? Find out this week. So, I wanted to jump right into some quick show notes, because last week, John said something on the show. He said that they really needed to buy some gravity boots. And then suddenly, a whole bunch of people wrote me saying, Hey, you guys know that all armor has gravity boots built in. In which case, I wrote, No, I did not know that. And sure enough, in like a section of armor in like one little tiny area, it says, Oh yeah, all, all armor has grab boots. Which is also one of those things like, Oh yeah, all armor also has a light and all these other things. And I told the team, and they all did a collective head slap and realized, ugh, why didn't they read that and understand that before? So when it comes to things like equipment, I really leave that on the PC's hands. And if things are missed like that, I, as a GM, really don't feel too bad. Because I have to deal with so many other things that I really need the PCs to know the equipment and how it works and understand how it works. So, that was just a standard little old miss. But to be fair, I probably wouldn't have let the grab boots work in the asteroid environment anyhow. I'd say the rock was too rough for the gravity boots to work. They would have worked in the metal areas. Also, if you read this module, it's pretty much written in such a way that it thinks that everything is being done at zero-g. There's a lot of notes about zero-g, it goes on to explain how the monsters fight in zero-g, and finally, just to make you guys all feel better, especially RPCs, I would have had a lot of these creatures coming out of the ceiling using more advanced tactics. So, they, since they can only see in 15 feet anyhow, without dark vision, it wouldn't have mattered. They were going to be in zero-g anyhow. Even though, yeah, they have grab boots, it probably would have never made that much of a difference, even if I used them, because just the way I run the game. Lesson to be learned that the PCs really need to know their equipment very well, read the rules. I will say that it's sort of hidden in the armor description of like what all standard armor has. It wasn't an actual separate item. And also, we were just running Iron Gods, and one of the items they actually found were these magnetic boots. So it was kind of in the mindset that it was a separate item that you would get and it wasn't part of the armor set. So one thing I am going to go over in GM notes this week also, is it okay just to hand wave hard, difficult items? 
This actually came up in a module I'm running in which there's a whole section that's just annoying. And someone said to me that you can just skip it and that a lot of times people do just skip it. So it made me think about a few times I've actually done that in my games where they've actually just skipped entire sections because it just was annoying and the PCs were going to win anyhow. So I'm going to talk about that today in GM Notes. But with that, let's get into the fight and see how these guys do. The Drift Dead is flying. He's front of Cheta. And he... Oh, the Drift Dead decides to move up uh, five feet. Just takes a guarded step upward, which he can do. Kill Zerk. And then attacks poor little Zerk. Yes. Zerk has an energy weapon. You you mean we (laughs) have an energy weapon. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Oh, Zerk. Poor Zerk. We knew ye well. He died. He died. 26 damage. As the Drift Dead just rips through him. And you see, like, parts of his soul come out of his body. And you hear an echo screaming in your helmet. So I'm like, no. And the goblin dies. And poor Taurus is like, no, not Zerk. No. <laughs> You're saying Zerk was even loud and annoying while dying. Yeah, Zerk was loud and annoying even in death. 20 damage. Wow. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. There'll be time to mourn later. Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji. Oh, yeah, 20 damage. That could have been one of you guys. So, but it wasn't. That was... Win-win. <laughs> I guess you're right. That is a soul-ripping move. Now, Clara, 247, the android, she has her energy weapon. I believe someone gave it to her, correct? Huh? Traitor. Didn't you give it to Hiroji? I think you did. Huh? I don't know anything about that. Oh, all right. Nah, she, doesn't she, have, she doesn't have her laser no, pistol? No, she, 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 totally she, might have, she might have something. I don't know who gave it to her, though. Oh, okay. Oh, so right. it mysteriously appears on her body. and she, Probably secreted upon her body. I Secreted. Yeah. Secreted. Teleported there by random chance. Anyhow, she decides to take a shot at this. She, of course, will say... Oh, boys, you have so much to learn as she does her trick attack. And she's right. I actually study her attack. I'm trying to learn it. Oh, 21. She misses on her trick attack. (laughs) (laughs) Oopsie. No. It's bad for you. That is bad. Well, she still gets her attack. And she rolls another four. And she misses with her laser. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did Rusty give us some kind of bonus this round? I, I, I missed the roll. Nope. Okay. Just just wondering. He missed the roll. Torsa. Torsa is so angry. He's like, no. My best friend. My only friend. How dare you, evil creature. Get revenge. Get it. 
kill, run charge, at its charge, face, charge get in, in its face to teach he it a lesson. shoots with his junk laser and completely misses. There's a chance that that junk laser will explode in my ear. Oh, it could if he yes. rolls a one. Uh, Mo is wow. up. Okay, so I don't, I don't draw an attack from of opportunity because he's 10 feet away from me, correct? Yeah, you're 5 feet. He's 10 feet. He's actually 15 feet up. So... He's too far away from you. Plus, you're around the hard corner, so you guys aren't going to get hit. He ain't hitting you. Okay. Um, can I target him with a, a, a beam weapon? Definitely. He will get cover of a plus four, but that's otherwise it's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to just attack. Uh, uh, well, see. you can't do. You you can't actually get up to him really without provoking because you're too far away oh, and if you push no, off you're going to go past them so well i'm not going to be not with the melee weapons i was going to use a uh oh right uh, yeah 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 arc emitter i'm sorry the azimuth cannon not the arc emitter well Ru- rusty is very far away from this creature I'm, I'm sorry what i just noticed that like that sound oh i roll a one for damage is that zero damage? No, no. It's um, it's one damage because it's half damage, and you rolled an actual one, so it's not. It, it can never go below one. Minimum so one. <laughs> you roll oh, and hit. Well, that's one, one damage we don't need to worry about. On a one d ten, you actually lines. did below almost a- nothing. average. Wow, <laughs> below average. So ridiculous. Hey, one hit point is all it needs to kill it. For move action, I should I should have done this uh, uh, before I shot. Anyway, uh, can I move five uh, without any penalty or anything like that? No, that's a full round to move five. Okay, because I'm looking at a web page that says five foot step consumes a move action. Not in outer space okay. in zero G. Okay, so in zero G, you cannot make any move actions. You can only push off, which is a move. If you wish to move using five foot, that's a full round action. Okay, so Electric Wizard is incorrect on this webpage. Okay, I'm not going to do anything then. Well, I'm done. Zero-G is annoying. That's all it is. It's just slow. Okay. Roji is a clear shot, by the way. Completely clear. Nothing in the way. Good, I'll take the clear shot. I will do the same thing. I'll say, look, I think this is what you're going for uh, with this sneak attack, trick attack. Well, we'll see shortly. Uh, Let me roll my bluff, my stealth. 25 probably good enough 25 you do it okay that's the that's the easy part <laughs> now comes the hard part uh, go operatives oh i have i have laser pistol azimuth double attack i can't double attack i could double attack i guess couldn't i if it's a swift nope, action you sure. can't no it's a full action, oh, full yeah. action no, no, instead of trick attack that. you can double attack right yeah but he already did trick attack you roll an eight do you get a 12 and you miss yeah got it yeah trip attacks trick attacks more damage uh, okay, I'm done. Could you get out of the way? No. Right? He can't. No. All right, well, he is flat-footed to me. Um, so I'm going to do a double attack on him. He is in the air, so you should get a clear shot, too. You're in my way. You're at his level. No, no, but he's above us. You're you guys are all he's in the way. 15. You're all um, Yeah, there's so many things in the way. and We're all floating around. Yeah, there's definitely cover. At least uh, I'm just at least a minus four. All right, number two. He rolls a one. Well, and I rolled a one. 
You get a minus four because you're doing two attacks. But he's flat-footed, so. But he's got cover. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's, uh, the multiple attack was crit farming. Ah, and I rolled a 19 six... and still missed. Ah, oh, well, there we go. Well, wow. That's, that's what he's flat-footed still. Okay. You're getting, well, like, you're getting a, uh, a huge minus for cover, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had several minuses there. Yeah, you had, you had two minus. You had, you had push the red button. Tuttle is up. I'm off kilter. Uh, I guess I'll take this round to try to stabilize myself. Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone, Cheddar. Okie dokie. DC 20, acrobatics athletic. And that's not happening. A 12 does not cut it. And then Cheddar. Now, if Cheddar shoots his gun, that's going to provoke. Uh, it will because he's within five. But using his melee is basically going to be useless since it's incorporeal. That is correct. Fantastic. Um, Where you can just ignore him. Or press the button. Standard action. Well, but the button, would that be on my turn, though? Yeah, you push the button as a standard, and then you find out what happens, and then it's Cheddar's turn. Well, I, but I can't, I can't push the button and stabilize myself, though, can I? You can. It's a oh, standard action. It's a move. It's a move to stabilize, which you failed at. So you still have a standard left. Uh, I'm not going to push the button yet. That seems a bit drastic for now. Um, you know what? I'm going to fire Cheddar's jump jets to send him down to the ground to get him out of range of this guy for now. Uh, okay. You know, if, that mo if that move provokes, I guess there's nothing I can do about that. I'll say it won't. I'm not, I'm, not, it's, I'm not exactly sure, but it's kind of weird, this whole 3D combat in space, so I'm going to say it's fine. So he moves down. Are you doing anything with him? And then you're going to have him fire something? or? Well, if I can also shoot, then yeah, I'll have him shoot his junk can. I think so, because that's a standard to move the jump jet or something. Or, I mean, it's a move to use jump jets, right? So it should be all right. You can use jump jets. His 30 foot is a move action. There you go. Okay, then he can do that. You see, now Cheddar... Cheddar knows what he's doing. He's the real deal. Yes, he is. I agree. So, so he two, hits on two, a 14? The, apparently the real deal is two damage. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He did double what the, uh, our big barbarian did. Uh, wait a minute. He did four, and then it went down to two. So he did... This is going to take a while. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Cheddar hits on a 14? Yeah. With no minuses. He has no oh, minuses. Oh, oh, it doesn't show the minuses. Okay, because I'm looking... All there right, are no all minuses. Right. There are no minuses. Yeah, he doesn't have any. He's He has no cover. He's got, you know, no other problems. So this guy, after successfully killing the poor goblin, the drift dead is up. And he has the taste for goblin blood. Okay. He has the taste. I've got... I've got the taste for more cowbell. Ooh. He drifts up. Up, I tell you. That's up. a good way to drift. Up. Up. And disappears into the ceiling. What? All right. We've seen this before. That's always fun. Yeah, uh, we've seen this movie. Oh, he seems to be. Oh, why? What have I done, David? <laughs> nothing. Comes nothing at all. From the ceiling right above Rusty. And sends a gift to you in the form of a rip. A drift rip. How's that? A drift rip is, it tears away chunks of planar material. It pulls apart the molecular bonds of matter, ripping open the flesh of nearby creatures. 
It's a ranged attack, and he rips you with a 24 and does three points of damage, which barely scratches poor little Rusty. But now he's way in the back. Now, was all that extended conversation mean he attacked me and did three damage? Yes. Okay. So it was it was undead space attack. Undead space ranged attack where he did three points of damage. Excellent. Great. Clara once again tries her trick attack, rolling a 16 plus 17, easily succeed. And then she has a clear line of sight using her laser pistol. Yeah, actually, almost everyone has a clear line of sight right now. Yeah, so are you going to keep complaining like babies? I'm not complaining. Uh, I will be. Well, yeah, you are a baby. I'll decide on my turn. Depends. I reserve the right to complain like a baby. She hits, does full six points of damage, plus another six of trick attack damage, making a whopping... 12 points, but half of that is 6. So, 666, sign of the devil. She rips into the poor creature. That's how you do it, Android. She's like, that's how the operatives do it. So, what was the total damage? 6. Okay. And Torsa is like... She's an android, right? Yeah, she's an android. Torsa's like, I kill you dead, creature who's already dead! And he hits with a 13, does one point of damage! Nice. Mo, get in there. What are you doing? You're just hanging out in the front. Being uh, like, more of the same. I'm fine. I don't have anything with the line of sight, right? Yeah, you actually have nothing in your way. I'm going to attack with the artillery laser. All right. And attack submitted. You miss. And I miss with an 11. Wow. You done? Bummer. Yep. Haroji, you also have a free clear line of sight. I do, right? Even if it's even just standing there? Yeah, because you're floating 15 feet up and, okay. and the drift that's 30 feet. It's at the ceiling. All right, let's do, the, uh, let's do what we do as operatives and show them how it's done. Uh, yep, that's good. 29, you easily trick attack in, if you can hit. It's flat footed, do, right? It's flat footed. That's part of the trick attack. Oh, yeah, it's flat footed against you, right? To me. I may be taking drugs, but I had this vague recollection that there was something in the original creature description that it couldn't be caught flat-footed Maybe. or something. There's a good chance of that. It's some wackiness. Yeah, flat-footed is just a minus two, by the way. It doesn't matter what your dex bonus is. So. Or it's a plus two to hit. No, you, you missed. Rolls a ten and a miss. Rusty's up. Okay, yeah. I was looking at the options of bluff. I have his attention. I want to keep his attention. So, uh, it depends on how you're going to roll on this. I want to make a bluff to just lie. I don't know if it speaks my language or not, but I basically want to tell him it's like, well, you correctly identified that I am the biggest danger to you. That's the whole thing. You You guys are in the void of space, and it does not have a communications device. Okay. It's mindless, too. Is there any way that I can just simply attempt to seem threatening to it as a move? Here's the question as a move action lie. Yeah, you can totally faint it. That's totally you. Can uh, totally faint, faint is it. a standard action. Right. Are, are you getting it tickets to the gun show? What are you trying to do? I want to actually keep its attention and go total defense, because right now it's in a great position for everybody to shoot at it while it's focusing on me. Sure. I don't know what that would be. I want to uh, do a standard lie, which can be any kind of action, depending on the complexity, as a I would action. I would say probably diplomacy, as you're probably trying to like get its attention and keep its attention and, like, be right. cool. Okay, so sure. I'm going I'll total say, defense. If you want to do it as a standard, totally. Yeah, I'm doing a total, total defense. Total defense is a full action, though. It's a uh, standard action. Look that up as well. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Total defense is a standard action, and then I want to use diplomacy to just keep its attention. Okay. I'll let you do it. Thank you. Appreciate it. I was trying to work out the mechanics. Uh, yeah, it's fine. You're going to make the arms flapping chicken, chicken motion. Undeads have minds. They don't have constitutions. They totally have brains. They have everything. They have intelligence, wisdom, charisma. And by the way, they can be flat-footed. I looked it up. They don't have a fort. They can't be affected by fort-safe things. It's kind of the same as Pathfinder. Something flying? Yeah, yeah. Oh. The 14... I would say it's not really that interested in you. It's sort of mindless and just... Okay. Yeah. I'm done. Tuttle's up. Well, Cheddar is temporarily screwed because I don't think his weapon... His junk cannon may not have enough range to reach him. The junk cannon has a range of 30, but that's actually not true because in space, all ranged weapons are... You can no. That's just a range increment. It's just oh right, because he can two. still take the shot. It just loses yeah. a little bit of minus. It's a minus two. So I'm kind of two. working backwards from to what I that's have fine. to do. I'm tr- I'm also just yeah. trying to decide whether to keep trying to straighten myself out or just start shooting. Um, I'll take one more attempt to straighten myself out. After that, I'll just start shooting, even if I'm floating in space. Yeah, you should. Totally I love this shoot. image of you spinning around in space shooting. That's yeah, <laughs> Death Blossom right there. Die, die, die. 19, you missed Rolls by one. Oh, come on. <laughs> wow. You're like, I almost got it. And you like grab onto the side and you the like fingers totally kind of slip. The fingers kind of touch it, brush against the rock for a second. But no, nope, wait a minute. It. And 19 misses for stabilization? 20. You got to do 20. 20. Wow. I think I saw this scene in Gravity. And that's when Sandra Bullock went out into deep space. All right. Well, I'm going to turn it over to my good buddy, Cheddar, and let him take a shot. Cheddar. Cheddar, 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 cheddar. Cheddar. Always hit. But it's only one point of damage. It was actually two. It's, it's something. It's a really small something, but it's something. It's better than the two misses that I've had. The Drift Dead. The Drift Dead does not look very good. The Drift Dead seems angry in its incorporeal state. Hello, look at me. The Drift Dead looks at you and decides to pay you a visit. Oh, is he going to possess me? He goes behind into the ceiling again. Provoked? No. No, it's too far away. He's 25 feet away from me. Yeah. He's like, you guys can't even see where he is. And then appears there, way behind you, Mr. Rusty Carter. I actually don't see him. I don't see him either. Oh, oh, he's on top of me. Okay. And well, drift fine. rips you for five points of damage with a 21 to Okay. Hit. He's actually behind you in the corridor, almost in the other cave. Clara's like, oh, I don't got a shot. Not much I can do, just spinning here. Torga is, Torsa is like, ah, I can, I can shoot. I can shoot. I will probably hit the ground or the rock, but I'm going to shoot. And totally misses with a nine. Might I suggest his own head is the next target. I don't have I don't have a line of sight, correct? You have a line of sight with cover. It's just a minus four. Oh, then I'll take a pot shot. It's actually a minus uh, six because of the range increment too. There's always a twenty. Yeah, five percent chance crit too. A hundred and twenty feet. That's what I was looking up because I was like, can I remember it was thirty feet or really far because it's so far. Long range. <laughs> You hit. Otherwise, you would have missed Yay! by one. 
Oh, so that's why I was looking it up. It was a big difference. You hit. You do six points, which goes down to three points of damage, and you vaporize the poor creature Yay! into the void of nice. space. So wait, let me ask you a question on the, how D20 Pro works. So when he submits an attack, you see the result before we see it? Yeah, I put in all the pluses, minuses, things like that. Is that okay with you, Chris? It's always been like that. <laughs> I know. I can't imagine he's asking that now after years of playing. I just, I, because I, sometimes there's a delay and sometimes there's not. So I actually don't. Well, because I usually just push the button and just approve it. I only just look to see if the pluses are correct and I just press it. Yeah, because what changed I I, is the I never range. Change it. Yeah, I was just looking to see. No, because he got, he got an 18. So I did the minus four. And if it was minus four, he hit. But if it was minus six, he missed. So I was just looking to see. Because I do that. I didn't do that. I just do the math in my head. So I was just looking to see, and I wanted to see if the range was 30 or 120. So I looked it up. It was 120. So what are you well, using? Are you using a rifle? That's nice. I wish I could use a rifle. Yeah. Well, that's a feat. Wait, I can. I can use a rifle. Well, uh, we are out of combat, correct? Yes. Rusty. Uh, I would like to take a 10-minute rest. I'm using a resolve point. Oh, Rusty, uh, loot, loot that body. It vaporized. Oh, it yeah. vaporized. There's no body. Well done. Okay, well done. It went from done. four stamina points all the way up to 12. Poor Torsa is crying and saying, No, Zerk, you were my best friend. How uh, dare you? Wait, what? I thought I was your... Well, okay. Is Tuttle able to stabilize? Can he take a 20 on that? Or is that something... So Zerk had a crappy pistol of some kind, right? Uh, you can totally take a 20 and stabilize yourself from off kilt. I just prefer to spin. <laughs> I take I take Zer's uh, junky junk blaster and bring it over to him. And I said, "I think he would want to do to have this." He's like, "Yes." Take it. This junk blaster's been in his family for all of three weeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Sir Hiroji. You're a true scholar and gentleman. Yes, I've been told. Let's not get carried away with the scholar. Yeah, but... it's it's getting a little nauseating here. Um, I forget who we were dipping into these rooms like a tea bag. I know we had uh, somebody on a string. That was, was that actually me. that was actually me. Oh, oh, okay. I wonder because I because I have the dark vision. So oh, oh, okay, that's right. Um, I was wondering if we like where is the cord? Like, is it's it, it must as you're spinning around. I'm wondering is the cord just wrapping around you? <laughs> Or is that something that I still have? I don't think we ever explicitly detached it. Well, well, I was pulling it, and I, I think I was. I don't know. Maybe Cheddar was, but I don't know who has your, your string. But I assume it's still around you, right? I didn't untie myself, so it's probably okay. still tied to me. Right. Um. Well, during these ten minutes, does anybody else have to uh, rest? Nope. I look into the camera device that's around us, and I say. I don't think we told you this, but someone stole our ship and your cargo. Cambot just stares at you with a blank stare. Yeah. Like, send help. Cambot just records you. We are going to die. <laughs> All right. We better keep moving because we're going to run out of air. So No, we're going to explore. We have two days of air. We are in no rush. No, no. Hold on, John. John, he's right. Now it's 47 hours instead of 48. So it's getting desperate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do that now, but when you're down to one half yeah. hour, <laughs> I can hold my breath a long time. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, so are we, once Rusty is, uh, healed up, uh, do you like the idea of dipping you into the room again? Or is that something that we should change? I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I, I mean, I wasn't happy to run into that creepy ghost, but I mean, did you take any, like, I'd be willing to do it. Ability damage. I didn't take it. I didn't take any actual damage. I was just. I took a little stamina damage, and I was actually, and I was confused, but I didn't no. take any real damage. Uh, that's not true. You only have two stamina points left. Because I think you, you attacked yourself or something. I don't think he took a lot of damage, but he did go crazy for a while. All right, then I am down to two, so I should probably take a resolve point to or ten minute rest. Yeah, too. I mean you should probably go up back up to fourteen. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. That I thought I had more stamina points than that, so. So, do I feel like part of my soul was sucked into the void because of being damaged by this thing? Oh God, yeah, definitely. You had you had parts of your soul ripped out, and you are now in multiple places. Well, I wasn't using all of it. I'm just was wondering what the sensation was. And now he's going to start writing bad poetry. Yeah. Oh yes. I was going to try to kill him while that creature was linked to Rusty psychically somehow. So my heart is a rock adrift in space. Oh pointy bird. Oh pointy pointy. Anoint me now. Anointy nointy. Well, when we're here healed up, uh... you're all healed up. Okay. Great. So moving on. Are we uh, going to dip the mouse again? If Jason doesn't object. <laughs> now, I love we now have a terminology for this. Dip the mouse. Dip in the mouse. I'm okay with doing that again. Okay. I mean, it may be a little weirder going around corners and stuff. Because remember, the, it can't possibly be weirder well, than the what other it thing, already is. Well, but the other reason we were dipping me is because those corridors were the ones with the smooth sides. We don't necessarily Did have you to stabilize yourself for the for the regular corridors. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I'm, I'm just going to... Uh, I'm going to bounce myself through there. Can I do that? I'm going to be bold for once. I don't do whatever you want. How do you mean? Well, I'm just going to say yes. I think I'm it's great. So I'm going to shoot myself down the corridor. I'll come, I'll come. Excellent. So I guess I can maybe push off of a cheddar gently or something like that. And just, uh, you can either push off and, you know, jet into yourself into the room or you can slowly, hold on to the walls and move like a little oh. bit at a time. You oh, can wow. go slow. You guys can always go oh. slow as long as you're against the wall. But I you can't the do it. Corridors were yeah, I thought problem. these were non-friction or something. Oh, right, right. Those were non-friction. I forgot that, right? You have to but we do of... now know that there's a room there and you're not going to go flying off into space like it was with the other ones. Yeah. Like the so other the, the other space. thing I think, though, is why don't we explore the south first? Uh, Well, yeah, we can do that. Okay, we can just... maybe they can maybe they connect to the south, and you know it just yeah uh, we can avoid doing that. Okay, that makes sense. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah. Okay, Mo will lead the charge. Um... John, for future reference, any plan you come up with that involves I'm going to run down the corridor ahead of you all, I'm up for. Well, that's not the plan. Uh, we're we're, we're kind of we should be stacked. I mean, if. if... How, how tall are these corridors again? 15 feet? Or 15, 15 uh, feet? Yeah, 15, 15 feet, feet. for the corridors. 30 feet for the caves. We should triple up. Like, it should be like, I don't know, Mo in the middle. Uh, and I guess Cheddar. And, it's, like big, it's like a big handstand. Yeah, totally. Like we're... we're like the water skiing show at Geauga Lake. <laughs> yeah! Definitely. Now we're in a pyramid formation. Yay! 
Okay, so I'll, I'll be in the middle at 10 feet. And uh, I guess Cheddar's already at 5. And who's at 15? That's uh, um, Hiroji. Sounds good. Yeah, I just have whoever's 10 is kind of in the middle. There. And then stack up. Let's see, we got a 5, a 10, a 15. Put that goblin at 5. And what's uh, Tuttle, do you want to be in uh, the back? Is that a problem? Yeah, I'll be. I'll be. We'll be professional yes. and call it the rear guard as opposed to chicken. Yeah, in the rear with the gear. Oh, actually, no, you can't be in the rear. Uh, you've got the the vision. We can't see anything unless you can. All right, uh, switch me and Hiroji. Then I'll be up front. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. No objection here. Yeah, in the rear with the gear, Hiroji. Tuttle's at fifteen feet, and I think we're good. Yep, you guys are good. Advance. Okay, so I'll I'll be the front row. So you have a light that can only go 15, something like that. I think it's 15. Yeah, I think it's 15. So once again, you see another large corridor, a large cave reaching up to the ceiling with, yeah, it's just big old cave, big blackness in front of you. Total, you want to be uh, dipped forward <laughs> again? Yeah, launch him in there. Launch him in. Yeah. I think that's a good. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's let's do that maneuver again. So live bait, the bungee jumping maneuver. The front row is going to move to this position. Okay, so there's that position. I don't know if you want to reveal anything else. Uh, Tuttle does see more than fifteen feet too from our position. Well, now he will because before you had you had a bad angle. So he yeah, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got dark vision, so I can see. What are they biting on? Isoki. So who? What? It's the second line. Hiroji, you're in charge of the second line. Where do you want to go? I mean, sorry, Rusty, you're in charge of the second line. Ah, uh, my power. My time has come. We're gonna follow everyone. I'm going there. That's great. Is somebody serving as the chaperone for Hiroji and his girlfriend? Pretty much. <laughs> Close. I remember. You guys can only see 15, so no cheating. But Mr. Tuttle can see much more. Tuttle can see two passages exit this cavern. One to the northeast, where you are, one to the northwest. Actually, you're in the northwest, sorry. You see also to the south, approximately 20, 30 feet away, a door. More akin to what would one would find on a space station that stands on the south wall. Curiouser and curiouser. So you're saying this isn't a moon? I will communicate that... There's a passage to our left that probably goes back to the room the ghost was in. And there's, oh, and there's people in the room. You also notice one of the creatures in this room is dressed in the same clothes as the captain of the Acheron. And he turns to you with his long blue tongue twitching in happiness as he sees you all enter. Roll for combat! Oh, no. Oh, roll for combat. I will sound the general alarm. Oh, good. Mo can actually see the one to the south, that one there. I should say so. It also has cover. He doesn't have cover? He doesn't he... have cover because that little piece of the wall is interfering. So. All right, well... That said, I'm still Actually, no, you're to... fine. You can actually still shoot. You can shoot it. All right, I'm going to shoot my uh, with my azimuth uh, assault uh, laser. Okay. I'll say it's a move for you to, like, whip it out because you're using a fold to move, which requires, like, all your hands and feet, but that's fine. 
excuse me while I whip this out. Exactly. No full attacks. No, none of that. Because I, I rule that you need to use. No, I don't do that. You still miss. Anyway. I'd rather miss. Uh, roll a six and get a ten. Boo, first of all. Okay. And I'm done. Ta-da. Well, um, I will go ahead and take out my pistol and shoot at the one to the west. So again, there's two void zombies. The one to the... It's like 15 feet to the southwest, and then there's one that's like 25, 30 feet to the southeast that no one can see except Tuttle. Have we... I forget. We've seen these before, right? Yes. These were the children of the Akatas. If you remember, if you got infected with the void death, and then you got turned into one of these void zombies, and then after a couple of weeks... They will ex- they will um, vomit up a baby Akata and then they will collapse and die. We've yeah, well, I think we fought one in the or one of the earlier rooms in the cave. You did. I don't recall it being that bad. Yeah. Well, you hit this one. You do one point of damage with a. T- you rolled a seventeen for twenty, but your pistol only does one d four, so you only did one point. What you gonna do with Chedda? Problem is, if I shoot, if I send him moving through the room, he's just gonna. Just shoot through, miss the guy, and hit the opposite wall, probably. Because stupid zero gravity. He's in the entry place because vertical, so... Yeah, he's totally his line of shot, and nothing's blocking his way if he's going to shoot. Yeah, what the heck. He'll take a shot at the same one. Okay. Push the button. I may yet do the button, but... You also hit with the exact same roll, 17-20, and do two points of damage. Clara, 247, is up. And she also cannot do a full round action, so she whips out her sniper rifle. Oh, we took that away from her. Oh, he's joking. She she magically (laughs) seems to have all of her equipment back. (laughs) Yeah. And even though someone's in front of her, a big old Vesk... She just sort of places the sniper rifle on your shoulder, Mo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It says, don't move. Damn. It looks like I don't move. (laughs) It's for 22, nine points of damage and tears a big chunk out of that zombie. And now the void zombies. And go. somehow, even though it's the even though it's the vacuum of space, she takes a puff off a cigarette afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> she's an android. Because she's that. Because she's that badass. She's, she is. She's like, yeah. All right. Well, this one is going to push off, and now this is where it gets funny. Funny as in, ha ha for me, not so much for you. It's pinball time. Exactly. The zombie is going... You guys are all stacked like bowling pins. All seven of you. And she's hitting the number one pin. Sorry, not she. The void zombie hits Mo. Oh, wait. I'm not the number one pin. That's Cheddar. No, that's you, You're on Mo. the five. No. You, she, he... We're stacked like milk, uh, <laughs> I know. milk things now. Like everything. Oh, you, it's like a big old box. You just, you just hitting them all. I believe in bowling terminology, that's the pocket. Yes, he's hitting oh, the pocket. It's going to be God. fun. So roll <sighs> the acrobatic check. First, it has to roll. But don't ask me how I know that. Failed. 14. Love it. Suck it. Suck it, Void Zombie. All right, well, it's off kilter. You go. Let's see what you get. What do we have to roll? Oh, an acrobatics check, right? Or or athletics. Both, either one, whichever you want. Well, first, let's see what Mo does and see if he, like, crashes into anyone else. He actually does. 
This is going to get. Can I do athletics instead? Either one. Either one. It's a pretty high DC, too, right? Oops. 12. You're 12. You totally fail. Farge. Everybody give me a roll. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Because if he moves, what happens is it says in the book, it basically pushes you in the opposite direction. It's like it's like kinetics. It's well, like then he, it should stabilize what about those me? of us at different levels? What? What about those of us at different levels? Okay, you're right. Only the ones right next to him. So that would be ten foot people. Clara, like Clara, Tuttle, and uh, Cheddar. Chris, you and I are the seven ten split. This is a conspiracy. If any of these guys fail, I should stabilize. If this is true space, no. No, you guys just keep getting hit, and you keep... You, everyone's going to spin. It's going to be fun. Not Chatter tries. Everyone's all higgledy-piggledy. Yep. Um, Clara easily succeeds, because she's got a crazy high, and she rolled a 16. Or Chatter. Uh, oh, yeah, she has, like, a 29. And Chatter. So... Chatter can just use his jets. That's, that's no biggie. Yeah. And then... No, he can't, because that's, like, once per day, I think. No, it's once per minute. So oh, per can, minute, right, right. So he can right. do it. It's be, it's kind of sort of once per combat, unless it's a really long combat. So so now Rusty and um, actually just Rusty and the Goblin. Now we have to roll. The Goblin is not is not compact. He's fine. I'm making an acrobatics check. Yeah. Wait, one why moment. are you making an acrobatics check? I just do what I'm told. He hit. Okay. He hit. The mouse who failed, so it cascaded yeah. into him. Oh. And now that's going to cascade into Hiroji, who now has to make the check. I failed. Oh, man. It's like Snooker. He rolled the three. Rusty rolled the three. Cheddar rolled the three. Hiroji rolls a six for 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, plus 11. Still not enough. Still not enough. Oh, I only this, get plus 11, but I, I have yet this, to make a roll. This really I, stinks. Yeah, whatever. We're off kilter. We're yeah, so we're it. minus two. It just means we go from there. Oh, is that all it is? Yeah. We're shitting guns. It doesn't oh. matter if we're floating all If we bit. pocket the eight off the break, do we just win the com- win the combat automatically? <laughs> That's the nine ball. <laughs> Everyone's off kilter, except <laughs> for Lara and Torsa. The two NPCs are totally fine. It's like the Powerball lottery here. That is... Awesome. They just he just crashed into. You. Now he makes his attack. Minus two. Oh, it's all in there. He's on the off kilter too. He's got the exact same minuses that you guys have. He rips into Mo, getting a nineteen. <sighs> he does six points of damage. I actually did the wrong attack, but you're lucky I, I messed up. So that's done. And then the other Wait a minute, wait, wait. how did you mess up? Oh, I used the wrong attack. I wanted to use the tongue. And now the other one pushes off. This one's actually below the other one. It's actually in front of uh, Cheddar. And also fails and is also off kilter. <laughs> That's hilarious. None of us took zero G combat training. So That's just one big zero G mosh pit going on. Yeah, definitely. And this one sends its feeding tendril at Mo. Oh, oh. They're all attacking me. Why are they all attacking me? Aren't you glad you're wearing armor? <laughs> 23. I rolled a 17. He does almost max damage. 10 points of damage. Always. And then while 
it hits you, you take two points of strength damage as it is sucking the life force out of you. I don't get any save for this? Your save is don't get hit. Oh, all right. Is he like a grappled conditioner? No, he just loses his strength. He goes down minus two because he got uh, hit by the tendril. All right. Then again, at least in Pathfinder, things that you don't get a save against tend to be temporary conditions. I hope yeah, so. This one's called Blood Drain. Mm, it sounds grim. Oh, Rusty is up. All right. Everyone's spinning. You're spinning, and you're spinning, and you're spinning. That just tells me it's time to bluff the living daylights out of it. Uh, but let me check. If I try to actually study myself, is that move or standard? Move. Great. I'm going to try that as a move action. Oh, that's good. I rolled a six for an acrobatics of eight. Six. Wow. That's great. Why, why is it that? Why is it that low? <laughs> oh man, are we bad Hold at on this? a second. I have a plus seven to my acrobatics. Yeah, it's actually there's a bug in there, so you are getting a minus five that I got to fix, but you still failed. Okay, you well, it's a thirteen, which yeah, I assume 13. is still not enough. You need a twenty. That's fine. You need a twenty. That yeah. still looked wrong. Okay, uh, as my standard action, I am going to faint. The one to the left, so it's actually directly south of Mo. Okay, no. Add five to that for a 19. The DC is five plus half its DC. Uh, you can't faint undead. Really? This one you can't. Hold on, it has no intelligence? It has no intelligence, this one. Really? Yep. I bet you can't bluff it either, to be honest. Yeah. You can't faint against a creature that doesn't have an intelligence score. Well, there it is. The okay. other one did. That one's why yeah. you were able to. Right. This one has. Yeah. It actually has a, a, the blank. So it's not even zero. It's just nothing. All right. I can shoot the one, either one, right? Or the one that's diagonal to me, right? You can shoot anything you want. All right. So the one diagonal to me at the five foot, five foot marker. Um, the only They're actually on top of each other, by the way. Yeah. The only disadvantage is a minus two. Uh, you probably have cover, too. No, there's For people in front kilter. of you. And, well, that's automatic. You're automatically getting a minus two to hit, and then you have minus right. two to all your ACs, so you can't take a move action um, or guarded step. So, but there's people in front of you, so that's a minus four right there. And then because you could draw a line through a corner that hits another corner, that's another minus four. So minus eight. You should probably stabilize if you can afford it. Yeah, so stabilizing is a move action? Yeah. All right, I'm going to try that first. Let's do that. There we go. Oh my gosh, 30. a 30. A 30 does it. There, All right. Now you're stabilized. So, so now, it's, now it's still a minus now, 8. But minus 8? Yeah, well, before it was a minus... They got a minus 2 to his DC, so it's like a minus 6. All right, I'm going to push off and go into the room. Um, you're just going to get attacked of opportunity, actually, dude. I actually can't because uh, the mouse is in front of you. Well, multiple levels. Well, just I'm, take the minus eight and do it. Okay, so I have, a, I have a fifteen on my thing, which means what? I'm fifteen feet in the air. Yeah, but so, but so am I. Yeah, I'll, I'll say you can go through the mouse. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's one of these. Oh. Like it says, if you hit, if you hit anyone, including friend or foe, you like bounce off. So, but it's a small sized creature, though. Doesn't matter. That that that's. I mean, could I push off and go up above the mouse, like to twenty? You're only fifteen feet in that corridor. Uh, fifteen feet high. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I, I don't like being here. <laughs> I mean, I can't hit. I mean, I'm getting a, a minus nine to hit. I mean, well, I'll just go for the 20. No, it's a minus yeah. six total. Minus six. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll do the minus six. Great. He rolls an eight, gets a 12. 
Minus six. Minus six. six. Yes, Torsa is up. Torsa is like, ah, you silly people spinning in space. Let me help you. Not spinning. Torsa tries to grab and stabilize Cheddar. All right, Torsa. And fails. Never mind. Well, he tries to do it again. He succeeds. He rolls a 17 plus. I'm going to give a little below because he has an amazing acrobatics because goblins are awesome. And he stabilizes Cheddar. He nice. kind of like sacrifices his turn to make Cheddar more efficient. You're all right, kid. Does that mean Cheddar loses his little star on him? Yeah, I got rid of it. Um, so, Mo, you are up. Okay, so I'm going to use my melee weapon. And I don't think I should get a minus two, because all I'm going to do is hold the weapon out, and eventually I'll swing around as I'm spinning and hit one of these guys. That's my plan. You, you get a minus two. I don't make the yeah, rules. Yeah, I know. I'm joking. Uh, okay, so assault hammer. And I don't get, of course. There's just no flanking in this game. Okay. Um, attack submitted. And wow. A one. Have, have you hit? Oh, you've hit once. Oh, God. You know what? I'm so stupid. I didn't even try to stabilize. So fuck it. I'm going to try to stabilize right now then. 18. So that's probably a fail. Need a 20. Need a 20. I'm done. Tuttle's up. It dawns on me I only have about a 10% chance of stabilizing. So I might as well just. Can you push off? No, you can't push off. Well, I mean, you're not using that move action anyway, are you? I mean. If I'm off kilter, can I still push off against the wall? Because that way I can't get any move actions to move, crawl, or take a guarded step. So you can't move. You basically have to. You have to steady yourself before you can try to do another move action. To move. There's move actions, but not to, like, I'm going to try. I mean. I want to try to get out of Hiroji's way, but... I'm thinking about going the other way, to be honest. I may just fucking bleed and count. Oh, that would take forever. No, it would take forever. Double forever. move? During combat, it would take but you... Each, in zero-G, each move, you're going to have to do a stabilized check each oh, time. I got probably. that. Yeah, it's I plus outer space. No one can hear you scream. You can, um, <laughs> you can, I don't know, try to stabilize yourself and then push off. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to try to stabilize. I get in there. I get there in three turns at the most. And of course, that doesn't work. Sixteen. That was your move. Get a standard. I guess. Uh, hey. Uh, off kilter cannot take attacks of opportunity. They cannot. Then I'm shooting. Oh. Both of these guys are off kilter too. Yeah, we like that. Oh yeah, that's the good news. You guys can start shooting like crazy because you're like Aww. you guys are like woohoo! Let's just start shooting like nuts and missing even more. Wow. Well, it's an eight, nine. He's minus two. He only had like a plus three to begin with. But Cheddar's up, and Cheddar is not off kilter. And Cheddar is right in front of two of these guys. So you hit with 18 and do six points of bludgeoning damaging, ripping into the void zombie. Beating protocol engaged. Wow. (laughs) Clara's up. Well, Clara can now... She can do her trick attack. No, she can't because she's unst- no, she's not stable. She's, she's fine. She's stable. She's fine like the rest of you. She easily makes it. So she does her trick attack. Oh, no, she does do a trick attack. She's using her sniper rifle. You can't use that with a sniper rifle. Never mind. Uh, are you sure about that? Yep, positive. 
You can't. You can't use it with it. It's like it's OP. You can only use it with the um, like the small arms. Chris does not like hearing about that. I'm not sure about that. Uh, well, that's what it says here in her overview. Doesn't matter. She rolls with three and misses. Void zombie is up. They're spinning in space, and they don't care. They they're just like we're spinning in space, and we don't care. Feeding tendril onto Mo misses. The big purple Thank tongue God. flicks out and two. tries to grab you with the two. Finally, they miss. Finally, they miss. Well, there's still another one, and they are hungry. And he rolls a one. Nice. Or one. That's good. I am more in favor of monsters rolling ones and twos. And that one stabilizes. He's off kilter. He's no longer off kilter. He managed to grab on. Rusty Which is one up. Is that? The bottom one. The oh, one I, see. Five feet. I see. The other one was like, it was too stupid to remember to do it. But the one below actually remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty is up. He's a Vesk intelligence. All right, 15 for my attempt to stabilize. Oh, I take that back. No, it is 15. It is 15. Um, so needs a 20, correct? Yep. All right, well, I'm shooting at one. Doesn't matter the negatives. Maybe I'll go to 20. Maybe. Never tell you the odds. What are you using? Oh, uh, just the last bullet in my uh, pistol. You roll a 12 because you're off kilter, so you miss. Plus minus four because people are in front of you. But, um, yep, you missed. And now your bullets, you're out of bullets. Yes, I am. Out of OG. Mm. All right, well, I'm I'm not messed up, so I can do my trick attack now, right? Yes. All right, let's start. Let's try that. See how that works. I don't have to. I, you only have to make that roll to stabilize if you move, right? Yeah, if you move, and then if you do a, a movement, you have to basically continuously. Yeah. All right, thirty-one. You easily make it. Nice. I didn't put the minuses. Whatever it is. Which one are you attacking? Submitted it, didn't I? Yeah, you did. But are you attacking the one that's off kilter or not off kilter? I was attacking the one that's got the five on it because that looks like a straight shot. Uh, that one is a straight shot, so you only get a minus four. You still miss by one. Wow. But it's flat footed, though. It's flat footed because my. No, not, no, it is. Oh, it is flat footed. Oh, you hit. Right. You hit. Sorry. You're, you're right. You're right. All right, so Good. what do I do? What, I, it's been so long since I hit. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what damage I do. <laughs> Sorry, you're absolutely right. I forgot to flat foot it. It's been so long that you, since you hit, we forgot yeah, how to make you hit. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. We forgot how to do damage for Hiroji. It's been months. All right, you did All two right, wait, points of damage. Nah, 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 well, and you get another one d4 because of your trick attack. There you go. There you go. Three more points of damage. Very good. Cool. Yeah, sorry nice. about that. I totally forgot about that. Uh, trick. Uh, tell me next time, because you so rarely do that. <laughs> the goblin once again grabs Mo and is like, Mr. Mo, I'm nice. going to straighten you out. Nice. Oh, and he easily straightens you out and grabs you. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Now Mr. Mo is no longer spinning in space. And he's like, oh, um, he's also going to take a shot, because why not? Because he can. You know what? Yeah, I'll say he can. Yeah, he rolls a six. Not even close. Mo is up. Okay, so we're going to uh, use this uh, uh, melee weapon and smack the guy uh, below me. Sure. The one at ten is off kilter. 
Oh, you get you did well. Seven damage. That's more like it. Okay, roll a twelve, get nineteen. That's a good thing. Um, and I am done. Toddle is still off kilter. Uh, I will once again do the attempt to stabilize and then shoot either way. Twelve. That's a no unstabilized. He hits. He rolls a 19. Three points of damage. Cheddar's up. Go Cheddar. Tactical Razor Bat. Rolls a six. Oh, Cheddar. He's our anchor man. Well, we're nibbling at them. Clara. Does Dodgemaker sneak attack? But I forgot she can't sneak attack with the rifle. So it doesn't matter. She and plus she has to spend the whole move action. She can't do it. I'll tell you why. Because you have to spend the whole move action just to reload the tactical rifle. That's also the main reason why it's incredibly slow. I don't know about that either. <laughs> that well, no, it only one. It is wow. true because they only have a, they have an ammunition of one. That's all they held in the chamber. So that's completely true. Uh, the void zombie tries to grab hold and succeeds. He is no longer off kilter and he's front of Mo and once again tries to eat you with his feeding ten- tendril. Boo. Oh, yeah. Hits you with a 23, does nine points of damage. God. And you are, you are bloodied. You are well into your hit points. Oh, how? Wait a minute. How much damage? Because you've been taking a lot of damage. Not in this combat. And I didn't take any damage yeah. in the... Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you took, you, you taking a lot of damage in this combat. Scroll back. Holy crap. My stamina. Okay. So when I logged on, I had full stamina. Right. And you keep getting hit. And full hit points. Right, and now you keep getting hit. So what are you up to now? I have zero stamina, and I have 11 hit points total. Okay. I can't believe that I've taken... You have. 19, 25 points of damage. Have I really taken that much? You took a lot, I think. You're getting hit. They kept hitting Holy you. Holy crap. And they hit you again. Yeah. For nine points of damage, and they are feeding off you, and your strength is continuously getting sapped. Rusty is up. All right. Well, I'm doing the try to stabilize and shoot regardless thing. Mo has two hit points left. You succeed. Well, actually, it seems to have given me the full seven. I'd oh. love to say that was actually really <laughs> You fell. You get a but... 16. That's so weird. Yeah. All right. Uh, now it's giving it back. Okay. Well, no. This time with the laser rifle, let's see if it'll work. I'm shooting with the semi-auto, but in reality, it's the laser pistol. And the laser pistol does 1d4 damage, so just roll a 1d4. Yep. There we go. One freaking damage. All right. Hadaroji. No, don't die. Hold on. Uh, I will do a sneak attack. Success? 25? Yeah. Should be. You do it. All right. So it's a minus two on its AC. Yep. <laughs> you killed it with the one point of damage. And, and, and my four damage. And your another four. four. Oh. Yeah. He wants to overkill. He's like, overkill. I want to kill it over and over and over again. Blows a hole through its chest. 
torso. Uh, torso's like, no, Mr. Mo, I'll save you. <laughs> and he, I don't know what he's gonna do. Oh, he's gonna push off, and he's gonna push off right into the void zombie to see if he can make Excellent. it off kilter. So let's see what happens. He oh wow, collides, this guy's a collides with the roller here. <laughs> he's, he's colliding with the void zombie. All right, the void zombie fails and is off kilter, and somehow. The um, Taurus uh, is fine. Wow. Goblin power. Yeah, no kidding. It's a pretty baller move. All right. Goblin power. Uh, he, like, smashes into him, makes um, the void zombie spin in space. Excellent. That was our chance. I was actually thinking of doing that with Cheddar with the jump jets. Uh, he, stole your, uh, he stole your move, man. He's too cool. And then he whips out the dog slicer. Um, actually, he'll use the junk laser because he can't. He doesn't have time to, uh, and he won't get attack of opportunity. So that was his move, and now he shoots. Even though he's right next to him, it will not provoke. And he does four damage, max wow. damage on the junk oh laser. Oh my god, he's the best guy in our group. <laughs> he, he stabilized everyone. He messed him up. He Holy moly! Saved your life, and this guy's almost dead. And this is a captain too. Mo is up. Yeah, you know, I could uh, try to move away, but it's just not. We got one, two, three, four. Four people attack. Um, I'm going to, let's see. I assume, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I have two hit points left. Wow. Um, what's my strength right now? Uh, you're down to 10 strength. Okay. Oh, uh, that sucks. Um, wow. Uh, I guess I'll use my... Yeah, I'm going to use my uh, azimuth uh, laser. Oh, finally I do some damage. Uh, hit with a 21. Good job, Mo. Thank God. All right. Hey Mo, you should you should really heal up. Uh, yeah. Well, I I'm waiting for the goblin to do that too, because uh, <laughs> oh, he's awesome. Well, I mean, I can use my one healing here, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just do it. I'm not even gonna. Okay, so I'm just gonna roll a D8 to heal up. Okay. And I get a one. Okay. Again. Yeah, that's about right. Again. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. You know, this this gaming, first of all, for healing, it should be 2d8, not 1d8. 1d8 is too random. That, oh, that's you, just, get, you get the higher level ones too more. Uh, very low level. Yeah, but rolling just a d8 is way too random. Um, you get, um, that's why you got to carry a lot of these. I mean, I have a lot on me. Well, I went through a lot. I think I started out with five. I have zero now. Okay, so until you're, I guess I can take a... Uh, Ten. How many resolve points do I have left? I've already used my one resolve point, I believe. You have four left. So okay, you can I'm going to use your, another uh, one and get my stamina back. Yeah. And, and now you wait got for other people stamina. to heal me, I guess. Are you, you, um, are you out back. of Mark 1 healing serums? I have no healing serums. All right, I hand you over a Mark 1 healing serum. I say, you don't look too good. Try this. Okay, here's one point of damage. Heal enough. Ready. Rolling. Okay, that's there five. Okay. So what are you at now? 
Hirokamas fall. Now he's almost dead. <laughs> he's more than half dead. Yeah, I've got a lot of uh, health. Um, I need 12 more. All right. I give you a Mark 1 healing potion. All right. Rolling. And it's a 4. So now I'm down 8. And he can have one of mine, too. Yeah, the Mark 2 healing potion heals 3d8. Well, nice. Wait, how many do you have? You have one left, right, Tuttle? I think. I no. thought I, yeah, I thought I had one left. All right, you have one left. Yeah, the problem with this, uh, the problem with this system, though, is like these monsters always hit. Like unless they're going to roll a one or a two, that's that's the only time that they've not hit. Pretty much. I don't even know why I'm doing uh, why I've got heavy armor on because because these things all hit so. They do. They do hit a lot. That's for sure. <sighs> and we miss a lot. And but I think it could be bad luck. Yeah, we also miss. It's designed that way. It's designed they hit a lot. Yeah, that's the, how the game. Yeah, is. but what, there's no my, iterative attacks. But my point is, is that like it kind of really devalues heavy armor. No, not yet. You also have crappy level one armor. It's going to get much better. It's like well, World of Warcraft, dude. You're like level one and two. It scales very quickly and things really change yeah we're level he, two with level one stuff and like once we actually if we can get to a store and somehow keep our money we'll actually be able to buy a lot of better stuff yeah but chris i have lashunta ringwear Ooh, and should be my <laughs> no i'm joking uh, no it's uh, well i mean regardless of level i mean if the monsters are always going to hit there's no point in wearing heavy armor no they're not always level. gonna hit and they're they're not always gonna hit these just also, you've been in bad situations. What's your Dude, armor class? you're not dead, all right? So you're fine. All right. So anyhow, what you going to do? You have two dead bodies floating in front of you. Don't we have to destroy the bodies so we can make sure that they don't regenerate the... Oh, yeah. Or I think that was the... Uh, the these of... Oh, have they been exploded yet? No, they didn't explode. Have they given yeah. birth? They didn't give birth to uh, the, okay, the Akadas. Yeah, we got to destroy these. Were you, uh, Jason, were you going to give me your last healing serum? Yeah, I can give you my last healing serum. I pretty serum. much, I mean. Wow. So greedy. It, it makes no sense going into combat with the tank half or third Did you, did you uh, get your stamina back? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to roll another one. So here comes the the, uh, the very last healing serum. Here it comes. And it's a one. Thank you. Thank you. I'm bowing. I'm waving to the audience. There we are. Oh, one. Be sure to tip your waist, staff. Drive carefully on the way home. Yeah. Maybe Mo just has a drinking problem, and most of this stuff just dribbles down his dribbles down his mouth. Zero G. So all the potion, all the sea healing serums just floating around the room. All right, we're level one. I'm just gonna repeat that over and over. What you gonna do? You're level two. What you going to do? Actually, I liked our tanking system of the previous fight. We send in the goblin. The goblin dies. There we go. Uh, well, we're uh, first of all, Mo is going to uh, reload his battery in his in his laser. Okay. He's going to uh, make sure he's got that topped off, and then uh, use my hammer and just search the bodies first, but then mush them up. Okay. With my hammer. One of the void zombies was still carrying a cred stick. Oh, good. 
How many healing potions worth of credits does he have on him? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're gonna have to go. That's to now the a... new standard currency. Is measure money in in healing serums. Standard currency, like the staff of Jordan. <laughs> he has uh, four hundred and seventy credits on that cred stick, and that was the captain. All right, that's. In addition, you see weapons floating off in the distance, just. In oh, the chamber. How far away? All the way on the other side. Other side of the cavern? Way on the other side. Right. I use my. Oh I, mention, oh, I should mention the door since I didn't get to mention that before the fight. So I'll mention and point out the door. I want to push off and move. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Uh... To there. Whoa. Okay. You see some. You see two weapons floating in the chamber near you. I use my. I use the force and I psycho, psychokinetically bring it into my hand. You concentrate, raise my hand out for a second, and the item moves into my hand. Just breathe. One of them is a laser pistol, and another one appears to be a needler pistol. Interesting. They are. Is both it just a empty. standard standard laser pistol? Yeah, they're um, an azimuth laser rifle, and it is totally empty, and a needler oh. pistol, which is totally empty. Oh, a laser empty. rifle. Okay. Yes, an azimuth laser oh. rifle. Well, uh, and we already have that, but that's okay. All right, well, anyone have any interest in either of these? I might want the needler, so I have a, yeah. like a backup gun that does a different type of damage. I think the needler is a weapon that um, you have to load with some kind of uh, serum or toxin, and I think that's what it does. Something weird. Not oh, just... um, we can give we can give uh, Clara the uh, the laser rifle. Yeah, um, this is probably a good time for me to mention that, except for this little D four laser pistol, I'm out of all other weapons. So I need a better weapon. Can you fire can you, a laser you rifle? rifle? Well, probably not, but I meant the Needler <laughs> or some other option. You better read Needler Pistol. Yeah, it's basically right. a dart gun. It does 1d4 piercing, but it's like an injection. Okay. Thing. Yeah, if, if it, it doesn't, doesn't have it's ammo. Also considered, yeah. And it's also considered analog, too. Oh, never mind then. So it's not a great weapon. But what kind of ammo does it use? Darts. Yeah, yeah which we don't have specific. any. It's its own specific kind of ammo, too. Yeah. Huh. Well. All right, well... um. Mo's going to push off and uh Yeah, laser rifle is a long arm. And I believe the only people who can use long arms is the soldier and the operative. Nope, operative can't. You mean Clara. Yeah, well. Why do you why do you go to her first? I'm an operative too, you know. Oh, you know what? My, uh, I said operative. Well, I said operative. No, I'm talking about real Well, it's because I she's mean, got a freaking real. Well, she's a carrying around a real rifle. weapon, a sniper rifle. Yeah, that's a guys, long arm. Yeah, hey, I mean, it's, not. It's, it's its own the needler thing. Gun, the needler pistol could also be loaded with medicine. Yeah, that's a good So thing. that may Ooh. actually end up having some use. Oh, okay. Yeah, Do we have any? We can like shoot someone and heal them. That's really awesome. Actually, we can load it with potions. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's very good. Actually, actually, Mo, have we considered offering Clara a position of operative in our party? We need an operative. <laughs> I my hand's already up. I'm I, I'm in favor of that. Top operative. All right. She could just All like right. have the Excellent. seniority of the operatives in our in our in our group. I agree. It sounds like a great well, idea. She didn't you disarm her and. So, well, like, she tried to kill me. A lot of things. A lot of I, things I don't uh, remember that. A lot, a lot of things might have happened underneath your nose. Weapons past our current operative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Well, whatever so happened, far, I like the results. Okay, so operatives, unlike our current operative, she hasn't armed the enemy yet. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, operatives cannot use long arms, so we're out. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, no. oh, well. you know what she has? She has a sniper rifle, right. that's and those are only one um, it's own shot. Like exotics or yeah, something. Yeah, that's its own thing. No, well, that, that, a... that particular junkie sniper rifle is only one shot. That's correct. Uh, right. Yeah, the junkie ones. Which Not only that, sniper junkie. rifle, you have to take a move action to aim it. So you guys can't use long arms? Nope. Uh, what if you took the the, the the feet? No, it's not It's not recommended. They have wow. They have builds, character builds. For How good are you? Well, you'll see eventually when I'm... All right. Well, okay. So, have we destroyed these uh, corpses? We've searched and destroyed the cor yeah, corpses. Yeah, you you like smashing the pieces. So. Yeah, yeah. We. Are you sure envoy can use one arm or a tinkerer, engineer, or whatever? Actually, can I see anything more over here? I should have fifteen feet vision. Yeah, you can see everything, and there's a door like here. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to move over here and do a perception check. You go into the upper right-hand corner, look down the corridor, and sure enough, it's just another, yeah, the, it's just a tunnel, and okay. it just looks like this is going in a loop. It looks like a heart, almost. Okay. I'm going to go I'll here. Go, I'll push off there. Do a perception check. Should we be making rolls, though, now. You just see, it's okay. I mean, I, well, yeah, you're rolling poorly, but I can say yeah. you're just taking 10 or 20. Yeah. You're still slowly looking around. You don't see anything else around here. I mean, the ghost was in this room that you're looking at now. It looks like this whole area is clear. There's another one of those corridors north of you that led out to space that you see. see in this chamber. That okay. was in the last chamber. I'm going to check the door for traps. What is these traps you speak of? It's like laser blasts going off. Uh, yeah, they shoot you oh, in the face. They shoot funny. you in the face. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yes. That's what those traps do. Did you take another Mark One healing serum? You roll engineering. Oh, you roll yeah, one did. again. Oh he my did. god! Engineering at twenty-five. You check nice. and check and check, and it looks like this door is not trapped. Oh, by the way, the ghost is still alive. Oh no, we killed it. I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna do a perception check one more time. Do I see anything new in this room, or is it just empty? It's totally empty. God. You look around this room, Man. and it looks just like the other caverns. All right. And the one thing is the northern passage, you can't see um, to the end of it. It's like another stars, one of those though. corridors. If it's open, no, I should see you actually stars. don't. Okay. You just, okay. It just goes into blackness. Interesting. Um, Maybe there's something down Did there. the other one go into blackness, or did that go into... Did, that went into that blackness. into space after about 50 or 60 feet or so. Oh. Yeah, it was 100 feet, and then it went into outer space. It just it was like stopped. And oh, it just went no, right we gotta go. So is this a blackness like a fog is obscuring the stars? It just ends in blackness. I'd be happy to check out that other path, but let's let's take a look at the door first, I think. All right. I'm just making sure that there's nothing alive in this room. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll come down to you guys if you want me All to All right, open so I'm holding up. a needler pistol and a rifle, and I said, I don't want to carry these. So does someone want these? Uh, hand me the needler. Okay. We have nothing to put it in, but eventually I may find a use. All right. Uh, can the goblin I'm going use? to clip a cantilever onto uh, Tuttle and let him tug the uh, the rifle behind him. <laughs> Is Mo wearing a backpack? No. Probably. I don't know. Apparently, I'm his backpack at this point. 
Is anyone wearing a backpack? I am. Industrial backpack. Sure. You guys are, I think, all wearing backpacks. I don't think it says in my items. Everyone wears a backpack. I, it's I just a, a backpack. question of if you have a commercial one. Yeah, industrial. industrial. Yeah, that's right. I, have an right. Industrial. I, I, I make a stealth check and a sleight of hand, and I sneak the laser rifle into the into Mo's backpack. Excellent. That's great. I, I assist that. Uh, I'm gonna. Do you want me to roll? I'm gonna do that. <laughs> he, he's totally Mo not. pretends. <laughs> Actually, Mo is so silly. He might not pretend. He's just like, oh. He doesn't even notice. Now you know what? It, it's zero G. There's no way I would know. There's very little. I chance got a I'm 26 gonna... on my sleight of hand. Put it right in there. Excellent. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Tuttle, unless you want to open the door, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll open it if you yeah, want. Yeah. Why don't you do it? Okay, I'll switch uh, positions with you. Move over, Mr. Mouse. All right, so what we're really looking forward to is the door opens, and then the gigantic, horrifying monster that lives inside the center of this rock uh, explodes out to kill us. Or a death ray in the face. So I'm 10 feet from the ground. Uh, I should be 5 feet from the ground if I'm opening it. Okay. I'm going to stealth against the rocks here out of you. Okay. And uh, Tuttle is actually somehow embedded in rock. Yeah, he's he's pass wall. He's he's cast pass wall right now. <laughs> okay, so what kind of door is this? Is just uh, like a, is there a window? It is a door. It is. I do not. You stealth. do not stealth. No, there's no window, and the door appears to be. Well, someone with an engineering or life science can look at the door. There's never a window. Never, ever. Okay, so I don't have either of those things, so... I have both. So I'm going to grab your... Okay, yeah. There we are. Tuttle, 28 for engineering. He looks at the door. Tuttle notices that the door appears to be some sort of ceramic metallic plating that's strong and durable as adamantium alloy, but... He's never seen anything quite like this before in all of his travels. So is it the same plating as the hallways? Yes. Unknown, strange alloys. Alien. All right. I open it. You open it. It's where the alien eggs are kept. Only some of them. That would be awesome if it were pressurized and it shot me out into space. Wow! We would all laugh. You're absolutely right. That would be really good. Yeah, I checked. I made sure that I wasn't going to... You open the door! In stark contrast to the caverns elsewhere inside the drift rock, you see a chamber, more like a room on a space station or starship. Rather than the unfinished rock of the asteroid, the walls, floor, and ceiling are clad with finished sheets of some polished metallic substance, along with components of an unrecognizable equipment. Panels on some of the walls flash with lights and mysterious symbols, and an almost infrasonic hum of unseen machinery pulses through the walls. Ooh, I actually know what infrasound is. Okay, so I'm going to poke the floor with my laser rifle, to see if it's electrified. You poke the floor with your laser rifle. You do not feel electrified, but as soon as you cross the boundary, you feel gravity. Gravity, that's okay. That's that's the next check. Okay. I just move in there. I, I'm, I'm missing gravity. Oh, yeah, we like gravity. You go thunk and now are attached to the floor using 
a strange thing called gravity. I wave the others. We've got gravity, boys! Do we have life support? Do we have air in there? Uh, well, no, because the door's open. I can tell you that much, but... That's the question. Was Is there any pressurization going on, is my point. Does, yeah, does my suit say anything for pressurization? It would behave different. You'd, you'd feel it. No, you do not. You're not able to breathe in the room, but there is gravity. Okay. Okay. Now, sight also. That is why you did not shoot out into space. Uh, the corridors are all lit with dim light. Okay, so I can see farther than 20 feet again, correct? Yes, you can see normal. As you can see, it goes 20 feet to the south and then branches off to the east and the west in a T. All right, I'm going to make some room for my party. I go ahead. And I should be able to see a little bit more. See a little bit more. Okay, that's right. Um, all right, I'm going to take the plunge. Pew, pew, both sides. Yeah, I know. yeah, not a uh, safe. Oh, boy. I have cover. Oh, boy. This is wondrous. Okay, you're getting a little rain man on us. But okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys... Uh, well, I'm seeing seeing a lot here. This is, go to the this east. is craziness. You want to go east? Go to the east. Yes. Put the party both sides. <laughs> yeah, you see um, a corridor that goes to the east and the west about a good 30, 40 feet. To the east, you see what appears to be a room. Some of the walls are in the rock, and the walls seem, seem to either been, they just fell apart over years, or they were never finished. You're not sure. But you also see some odd machinery in the walls as well. Okay, I'm going to wait for our engineers. I would say, I would say based on the fact that, you know, we kind of know intuitively that there can't be that much to the west, whereas the east could go on for a bit. Maybe we should clear the west first. Um, oh, sounds good to the me. The shape of the cave right. doesn't leave much room for more than a room or two. The last yeah. one in. Shut the door, please. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Uh, goblin, shut Don't the door. Don't let the cat you. out. Yeah. Maybe we can find a way to pressurize it because we need. We're gonna need air eventually. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you have no air. The, you're in a corridor with gravity and. There's dim light, and there's, like, a lot of flashing stuff going on. Like, it's really kind of bizarre in here. And there's weird symbols on the walls, but there is no air. Okay, I'm waiting for you guys to get back inside. Uh, what are the goblin and Clara? What's that Where's goblin? Cheddar? Torsa. Torsa the goblin. underneath me. It's weird. Oh. Can I do an engineering check on the, sh on the, com the machinery? Definitely. At least the floor. I mean, that's crazy gravity floor. Tuttle understands everything. Mm -hmm. Wow, 31. That is a fantastic roll. You actually needed a 30. So Wow. Yeah. You realize that this technology is advanced. Quite advanced. You aren't exactly sure what its purpose is, but this is something you have never seen in the pack worlds. And you are placing this as being ancient, thousands, perhaps millions of years old. Wow. In addition, this seems to deal, looking at the symbols and the lights on the walls, it appears to be dealing with modernizing the status and operation of some larger unknown systems elsewhere. You can try to decipher the symbols with a culture check, if you wish. Uh, I do wish that. Rolls a 21. I'll give it a shot. Oh, you're way ahead of me. Oh, Tuttle. Tuttle rolls a 21 for culture. 
A 31 for engineering. Nice. I'm not even going to roll because I'll be embarrassed. <laughs> no, you have to roll because he... he 21 failed. might not make it. I can't throw grenades, but I at least understand old technology. And you've He's successfully assisted. Great. Nah, 21 didn't make it. Yeah. Um, you, you look at the symbols, and you're not exactly sure. It's some unknown language. You can probably guess this has to do with something to do with errors and warning but you'll probably need to spend some significant time deciphering these or have others totally understand what this is but it doesn't look good it's a doomsday machine is it the binary language of moisture evaporator <laughs> is is uh torga and uh torsa and uh Kara coming in okay so we're gonna go does he close Excellent. the door so Close the door. Closer closes the and door. Then... And he's like, ah, gravity, so much better. And Clara is like, interesting. Yeah. Who would have thought I know, that it's... wonder such as this would have existed? How did they get gravity? Actually, Clara, though, uh, do you know the ways of culture? Like, maybe you can decide. Oh, good ratings. call. Clara is thinking, she's like, hmm, I unfortunately have not learned the ways of culture. I know more of engineering and computers uh, and stealth. Uh, Perhaps sorry. I shall teach you when we get back to the station. How did they get gravity? It makes no sense. It's an inexplicable physical phenomenon. <laughs> All right, round the corner for the dramatic cliffhanger. Go for All it. right, yes, I get there and we all freeze. <laughs> and it looks like that. Do, 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 do. You see, there's down a corridor. Down at the end of the corridor, you notice... Where's Rusty? Here, move up, Rusty. Oh, sorry. Actually, switch me and Cheddar in the order, but... Yeah, put Rusty up front there, too. <laughs> you see what appears to be some robot made out of ancient design. Clearly originates from beyond the pack worlds. It suddenly whizzes to life, lurches, and looks at you. In a menacing way. And freeze frame. Oh! And I'm standing right there. And I, hmm. Well, okay. Now, metagamey, I'm looking at it, and it looks a little insectivoid. Isn't one of the races that we have an offshoot of a huge insect race that's out there in the galaxy? The swarm. Yeah. Yeah, but they're. I think they're low-tech. I don't think they would actually... Uh, the swarm is like... They're just kind of like the playable. There's a playable insect race. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sheeran? Oh, yeah, the Sheeran. But the playable race is only like a small offshoot of it. Sheeran. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So you're saying this is Chex's Czech, Mix's distant cousin? Well, that's a thought. Yeah. Eh, or they're just the the monolith creatures. Or it's just a coincidence. It's just based in everybody's bugs. All right. Yeah. You know what? Once we have gravity, I think this is going to go a lot faster. <laughs> Well, security robot's going to kill you, but that's, you know. Yeah, cool. well, there's fewer people to take turns, so that's that'll also speed things up. True. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The long national nightmare is over. They are out of zero-G darkness and back into gravity with low light. Thank God. Now, zero-G was fascinating, and it was kind of fun in theory, and 
we actually had a virtual tabletop, which made it a little bit easier to visualize 3D combat. But once again, this is one of these items that sounded more fun in theory in short bursts than to spend several sessions doing. And I actually had to cut these episodes quite a bit. It was taking much longer than even what you were listening to. It just really was kind of slow. Which brings me to this week's GM topic. Is it okay just to hand wave and cut quote hard unquote stuff? Now, interestingly, I am running on the Discord channels a Starfinder Society scenario 1.1. And in that scenario, it has what's called a junk race. It's basically a vehicle chase scene. And I was told by several people that you do not need to do this. In fact, most people cut it out. Although it's very thematic, it actually takes a long time to do, it is fairly complex to run, and it doesn't affect the rewards in any way, shape, or form. Which made me think of how many times I've actually done this myself. For example, many times I've been in fights where it is clear that the PCs are going to win, that there is no chance whatsoever that they are going to get injured, should you spend another half hour, hour finishing up the fight, or should you just hand wave it and say, yeah, you guys win, and call it a day. Now, personally, I've done it both ways, but I'll tell you an example. We were actually running the Emerald Spire, which I've gone back to a couple of times in my stories, and one of the levels in which it was a troglodyte level there was absolutely zero chance that they were going to actually, the PCs were actually going to lose this battle or die. And for them to fight an entire level of troglodytes was going to take a long time. We're talking like days of sessions. And I just said, you know what? You win Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, it's not Dungeons and Dragons, but that's from Community. You win the game. Congratulations. You kill everything and you get the loot. And it kind of left bad feelings for everyone because I knew they were going to win. They were actually angry at me because they kind of wanted to go through the fun of killing everything. I was angry at them is because I did not want to spend two or three sessions of them just slaughtering everything and me having no chance of really having any fun. It's not that I wanted to kill them, but quite frankly, you know, they're fighting things that are many levels below them. There's no point in this. So I just hand waved the whole thing. And... I've done this a couple of times. Now, how to do that, I've learned is you just got to be careful if you're going to do that. The first thing you should do is make sure everyone understands that you're going to do it. I wouldn't just hand wave things and just say, you win, unless it's like at the end of a fight in which the monster's about to lose anyhow. But if, you are, if you're going to start something that's really just filler, I've seen entire modules and where they've had entire dungeons that I could tell were nothing but filler. And I just skip it, or I'll just tell the PCs, hey guys, look, this is filler. There's no point in doing it. It's going to be long. It's going to be boring. Do you guys just want to skip it and do something else? And I don't always have to tell them that, but I feel it's important that they trust me as a GM. And usually they'll say, yeah, let's just skip it and do something else. And I found it's just better to do it that way than just saying, okay, we're just going to skip it after you're like, you know, in the middle of combat. Now, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you where you've just done a long combat that's just slogging along and you realize about an hour or two into it that this is kind of a waste of everyone's time and you're just doing it to do it and that there's zero chance the PCs will die. But I'm going to do a flip side 
and which why you should sometimes go through these. I was doing Kingmaker, and there was this really small encounter and where there was this, like, dog that was trapped in a pit. And it was very easy for them to pretty much kill this dog. It was like a demon dog. There was one small caveat, is that if you walk to the edge of the pit, there was a chance that the edge would collapse and you would fall into the pit. In which case, the dog suddenly got quite deadly. Sure enough, the only way you could actually attack the dog from range is you had to walk up to the edge of the pit. So one of the characters walked up to the edge of the pit, and he fell in. The next character fell in, and so forth and so forth. Before you know it, the entire party was in the pit in a bad way. They were all cramped, and this dog was tearing them to pieces. And it became a life-and-death struggle and one of the best encounters I ever ran. So, it's hard to say. That was one of those cases in where I was going to hand wave and it just said, Oh, you find this dog and it's just in this pit and you just kill it. It's real easy. But it was so funny watching them all fail the reflex saves, all of them falling in the pit, all of them piling on top of each other, and then having the dog tearing them to pieces within an inch of their life that it became a really fun encounter. So... What do you do? I kind of just contradicted myself. Do you skip, quote, easy encounters, or do you run them out? I would say if they're small, like in this case it was one little dog, I'd say just run them out. If it's going to be long, like, I don't know, you have an entire level of troglodytes and it's going to take you three sessions to kill them all, and there's zero chance of anyone having fun while the PC's having fun because it's an easy win for them, I'd say just skip it and give them lots of loot and let them be happy with that. And if it comes to things like this, in which you have 0G in darkness, could I have just made it really easy? Could have I just had the monsters just come right up to them and just get killed real quick? Instead of actually dragging out these fights and using advanced tactics like having the monsters go into the ceiling and then coming out behind them? You know what? I felt it was necessary. And quite frankly, that was a mistake on my part. I thought having the monster go out behind them would have made it more deadly because he was attacking the weakest member. But in reality, he was now completely open to the party's fire and the creature got killed super quick. So, I feel that you should really skip these encounters if they really add nothing to the story, if they're just filler, if it's just mechanics for the sake of mechanics. Like, I feel a lot of vehicle combat so far in Starfinder is kind of just mechanics for the sake of mechanics. I feel sometimes chase scenes are mechanics for the sake of mechanics. I feel large amounts of killing easy creatures are just things like that. And also random encounters are often just there just for killing time. So again, I didn't really answer the question. It was more like a thought experiment, but I thought it would be interesting to go through how I've handled this in the past and ways in which you can handle it in the future. So once again, it's time for our contests. This week, we're giving out another $100 Amazon gift card to one lucky reviewer. Again, all you need to do is review the show on iTunes or Stitcher or Facebook and email us at contest at rollforcombat.com and you are entered. And if I call your name, you win. It's really that easy. I saw a whole bunch of people reviewed the show on iTunes last week. I really appreciate it. Please, 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 you can review it on Stitcher and Facebook, but do review it on iTunes. That is by far the biggest podcast aggregator out there. So it really helps any reviews or following us or listening to us. It gives us higher rankings and so forth. So please do that. 
This week, the winner is Corvus. His real name is Ross, and you have won. So just contact me, and you will win your $100. Also, once again, do follow us on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Discord. We got tons and tons of people in the Discord channel. Everyone is super friendly there. Plus, we're playing Starfinder Society, and I know at least one game that wrapped up, and we're going to be starting some new ones very soon. So if you're interested in playing some Starfinder, jump on over to the Discord quick, because we're putting together those games. Otherwise, I hope you guys all have a good week, and I'll talk to you and see you later. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that a mystic a day keeps the sickness away.